What's up, guys? Welcome to the Zenfulness Podcast. It is Jeremiah Schmidt here, and in this podcast episode, this is going to be something a little bit different. It's not necessarily an interview, but it's actually a conversation I had with a good friend of mine that I met through YouTube. Uh, his name is Miguel Raza, and really in this conversation, we talk about being an adult, kind of our ideas about it, what it means to each of us, where we've kind of struggled, what we've overcome, and more so just the philosophical kind of just casual conversation of what adulthood means to us. And um, originally how this came to be was Miguel came to me with this interesting idea uh, of just talking about this. And I was 100% on board because Miguel is such a unique person. He's uh, an amazing YouTube creator. He's great at visual storytelling. And he actually started his YouTube channel around the same time when I got started. And we initially met through the YouTube comments uh, because we were kind of focused on the same niche, more so like philosophy, self-development, minimalism, started those type of topics. And we've just kind of clicked uh, when we first met each other. And ever since then, we've kind of watched each other put out videos, kind of grow and kind of develop our creative sense on YouTube. And um, yeah, it's just cool to see that you can put something out, you can meet someone totally new and have a like a really deep conversation um, and just get some perspective on what it means to be an adult. And uh, I just really enjoyed it. Uh, I really enjoyed it, kind of went all, went all over the place. But um, I don't know, I just thought it would be a great Zenfluence podcast, uh, similar to this, similar to what I talked to on here. So uh, that's really what you're gonna get in this episode. I'm doing a lot of talking for this intro. So let's hop into that. But I guess before we do, uh, definitely go check out Miguel's YouTube channel. I'll have it here on YouTube, here if you're watching it on, the, on YouTube, or I'll also have it in the podcast description um, for you to go check out his work and what he does. He's a very creative and unique person and he's from Montreal, Canada. So without further ado, let's hop into this conversation. <laughs> Ooh, sorry man I was, I, I was so stressed out <laughs> I'm no like, worries. yeah like, I, I was really dude i've been looking forward to this conversation like all all week because like the idea you had miguel here like i was it's it's good like i was thinking about like oh like i, I always wanted to talk about this like life as an adult and like how do you know like it, so i'm so excited man that's that's amazing and thank you so much for like just jumping in and being motivated to do it um i've had this topic in mind for the past month and obviously as a sensitive person i am it has been a roller coaster because at the beginning i was like yes of course i'm an adult and then the more i would think about it the more i was like bring nuance to the concept so anyways we're going to talk about it and uh i'm I'm super excited about it but uh maybe um just to give you a bit an idea of how i'm envisioning things so for now like i'm, I'm not gonna put that part on on, on the video mm -hmm. so maybe i'm gonna start with a little introduction uh, of the conversation of the concept of the of the thing we have in mind of the plan we have in mind and then um i will we will introduce i mean you i will let you introduce yourself and the idea is really to have a conversation to make it the most natural possible so mm -hmm. you can if you want you can ask the question back back to me or I can just j jump in and give also my answer so then it really feels like conversational <laughs> it feels like a conversation um instead of like ideally I would love to to 
ideally the viewer would not see that we prepared the answers <laughs> that would, that's my that's the thing i have in mind but you do it very well with your podcast like is it something that you do too like do you come up with a plan with the person you interview uh usually so i have like kind of general themes but usually i'll yeah. just kind of freeball it and just yeah yeah so i I've, i've experimented with both but like i you know i'm honestly leaning towards like i used to be all about interviewing but now i'm leaning more towards just having a conversation because i noticed like the audience they resonate more with just a genuine conversation so yeah. because and, and that's what i'm thinking here too like it's I wouldn't treat like an interview like we're just having a conversation about exactly. like, two adults like one from Calgary one from Montreal and <laughs> we're both creators and and we're just trying to like figure out life right and I think people like like those conversations because they can oh, relate sure. to it for sure man I think it's like I've I've asked a couple one of a couple friends you know that the question do you feel like an adult what what does it mean for you and everybody has been like just with the question you know everybody's like so interesting i have no idea and then they they start like diving into it so i think it's we, we're gonna start interesting reflection uh moments for people um and i'm super excited about that so okay let me introduce the 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 conversation Woo. three two one it's so weird man uh okay let's do it um Hi everybody, welcome back to my channel. So as you can see today, um, I'm not alone. So uh, I brought uh, Jeremia, which is another creator on the platform. We've been interacting for the probably the past year, even two years we've been interacting mm -hmm. for, for quite a long time. Uh, we, we had a, a Zoom conversation uh, last year, uh, but that was not recorded. And the idea uh, today was to record a conversation about a topic that we I think we, we both care about and we both find very interesting. Um, we also kind of do video in the same niche, if I'm not mistaken, like we were working in the self-improvement um, area niche. So I think we, we, we will give each other interesting perspectives. Um, that's pretty much it. Jeremia, if you want to introduce yourself, maybe how, how would you introduce yourself? 100%. Well, I guess first off, Miguel, I just want to thank you for letting me you know, join this conversation with you because you know, when I first came across your work, I was inspired by like how well you were able to visually tell stories. And uh, oh, it's always you, been something like, I, like I, I love your videos, right? Like it just has a unique feel to it. And thank I you, guess man. Topic, oh, that's so yeah, nice. Yeah, well, I guess the topic for today, like I've definitely thought about this, like when are you an adult? Like, or how does that, how, how should you think about that? But I guess like a little bit about me, Miguel, is like I work in, um, the corporate sales world. So I work in commercial mm -hmm. real estate and outside of work, what my passion is, is I want to be an entrepreneur. Like, um, yeah. I'm really inspired by entrepreneurship and brand building. And I like making YouTube videos, as you know, yeah. and podcasting. And I guess I'm just trying to figure out life. So <laughs> yeah, right. like what, you know, what I want to do and you know, what, what I want to build, who I want to be. So that's amazing man that's amazing and um i'm i'm super curious to know um what was your motivation to start your your youtube channel because you're obviously you you work in so you say you you said you work in in real estate mm -hmm. so so i, I work in the commercial real estate industry but i'm more like a i work on the software sales side so mm. so yeah so it's it's more like uh just you know helping people Yeah, serving them, getting them the, the right software, the right um, to help their buildings. But a lot of it is just building good relationships, uh, exactly. solving problems, 
understanding their needs and just like really good, I guess, communication, like really understanding where someone's coming from and how to help them get their goals. So I feel like it also relates to YouTube too, because I guess you mentioned yeah. like, why did I start my channel? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that is a great question because I think it's about community. I think it's really about community and, you know, sharing, like, I guess, to be honest, like, I just wanted to share uh, some things outside of work. Like I like philosophy, I like ideas, yeah. I like self-development. And I feel like YouTube, I, I don't look at it as like, I look at it as almost like a social media site, like a place where yeah. obviously I met you. We're like interested in the same things. We like Nathaniel Drew. I think we both, uh, like, yeah, I, I, I knew that when I saw your videos, like you definitely were inspired <laughs> by him because I, like he, he's a big reason why I started too. But um, yeah, like I, I guess it's just a place to share your ideas. And I feel like in the modern world, um, you need to like find people who resonate with the same topics as you and you guys can help each other out. And it's kind of like that idea, like iron sharpens iron, right? And you yeah, help each other up. So I don't know that that's kind of a long winded answer there, but I'm curious, like Miguel, why did you start your channel? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's such, that's such a great way of thinking things. So I guess on my side, I'm a, I'm a technical recruiter. So mm -hmm. my job is to recruit developers. Um, yeah, basically developers and they're very hard to get on the current market. So it's, it's a hard job. So same thing, I guess you, I think I saw a video of you uh, in which we were talking about cold calls. Yeah. So the idea of approaching other people and having to kind of break that weird barrier that we all have. And I think there is something extremely interesting. Once you learn how to do that, it kind of unlock a lot of potential, you know, uh, in, in interaction, in 100%. also expression, and you feel more comfortable exposing your ideas. And I know that I've been a recruiter and working in the corporate environment for three years, and I, I need that. I, I'm missing one, one piece over here. Like I'm missing, I think I'm missing freedom in expression. And, you know, I feel, I feel a bit, um, how to say that? I feel like we're pretty filtered in the corporate job. So anyway, so I'm like, I'm fine and I'm super grateful to have this job. But at some point, I would like to to do something a bit more free flowing, a, a bit more linked to my identity. And obviously, you know, being an entrepreneur nowadays, uh, I think we both have that thing like we, we really want to create our own thing and our mm -hmm. our own vision. So I guess I started my, my YouTube knowing that I could not have a nine to five job forever. <laughs> so I wanted to to create something on my own. And uh, but I had the difference with you. I think you were very um, you didn't have too much expectations. And I remember last time you talked, you, you were like, man, that's fine. What we're doing, that's fire. We're, we're, we're doing good, you know, and me, I'm more like, OK, let's check the numbers. <laughs> let's see how it evolves. And sometimes I get a bit obsessed with the performance aspect because I'm waiting, you know, I'm counting the days. You know, I'm, I'm like, when is it when is it becoming my job? And I think mm -hmm. it's, it's not necessarily the best way to see things, but definitely it was the need to develop my skills as a as a storyteller, um, as a creative, um, as, as someone who wants to expose this vision and also more on an individual um, level. Also, the idea of expressing my ideas with more confidence. I think I tend to be a very good, I'm, I think I'm a good listener in general with people, but I struggle to 
to say, okay, here is how I think, or here is, you know, here is my vision. And I think my YouTube was also a way to be like, okay, this, that's going to be the one space where I don't feel bad for saying who I am and how I feel. And it evolved quite a lot. Like the videos that I'm doing now compared to the video that I was doing two years ago. And you mentioned something interesting when you said, uh, we both love Nathaniel Drew. <laughs> When I started my channel after two months, someone someone added me on Instagram and texted me and told me, man, you need to change what you do because there is no purpose in what you do. It's exactly what Nathaniel Drew is doing. You need to change your content. Man, I was so pissed. But at the same time, it gave me such a great perspective because it's true. You know, when you, you're, you're passionate about someone or someone's work or you're super, super inspired by someone's work, you, you create like this vision of like i just wanted to reproduce exactly what he was doing in my own way but i was lacking you know that that vision that i mentioned and mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you had that at the beginning and i feel like the more we evolve on the platform and the more we get also to create our own real vision uh sometimes it's it's scary because we see that we're the only one doing that and we're like is it ever gonna work and stuff but anyways all, all that long answers but uh, but um yeah, well, well, I definitely agree with you, Miguel. And it's funny how you say like you weren't, you didn't feel like you were going to be great at communicating your message because like when I watch your videos, like I would say you're an excellent communicator, like both visually and just how you get across your ideas, like of just being open. So it, like when I watch your videos, it's it's almost like I'm with you. Like it's oh, like really? yeah, oh, kind wow. of in person, right? And like the angles you do, kind of the how you go into like this part of the video to the next part and just take you through like your your day. Um, and I think like even coming back to the Nathaniel Drew idea is like, (laughs) I don't see the guy who messaged you that, like, I wouldn't say that's true because, um, or I guess Miguel, are you still here? Oh yeah, I'm still here, but I think the video was, uh, uh uh-oh, I see that's the part of the, I'm so sorry, man. I might just, okay. Uh Uh-oh, I think my camera just stopped. I'm going to go back to regular webcam. Oh, no worries. <laughs> I'm using my 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 camera uh, as a webcam, but my camera has that thing. It overheats very quickly. So I think that's that's what happened. Okay. Up. Up. Yes. Oh, can you see me? There we go. Yeah, I can see you. Perfect. Okay, we're going to do it awesome. like that. It's perfect. Sorry. So I interrupt. Uh, yeah, so we, we had a little bit of technical difficulties there, Miguel's camera. <laughs> it's exactly. Such camera there, but um, I guess, oh yeah, so then the, the, the Nathaniel Drew thing, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that because like watching someone like Nathaniel Drew or Matt Diavel, like those guys get you yeah. in the door of like being a creator. But I feel like just because it's like when you make videos, it's coming from your perspective. You're yeah. not necessarily, you're not really like him. It's, it's completely different. Right now, I think mm-hmm. that's the power of YouTube that like two people can make the same exact video. And like, let's say for example, two videos on water fasting and one's coming from yeah. me and one's coming from another person. And exactly like, the people can choose what they want to watch, right? So Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's so interesting, man. Did you have that at the beginning? Did you have that that feeling sometimes of like imitating a lot? And I think it's a part of the process. It's normal at mm-hmm. the beginning to do it. But did you feel like it was hard to express like how would you compare it like being at the beginning trying to express your vision compared to two years later how how do you feel about that i'm very curious 
Yeah, well, I'd say like Nathaniel Drew and Matt Diabella, like I was really inspired by those guys maybe yeah. two years ago. And um, and they are the reason why like I kind of started, right? And even before Same. that, I was really into fitness. Like I like Christian Guzman and those guys. And Yay. I started a fitness channel, but I actually deleted it. So like this, technically the channel I have now, this is my third channel. And I guess oh, I, really? I kind of changed the way I approach it. Like I don't really expect results. Like I just look at it as you know, just something that can creatively, like I, it's a hobby for me, right? Like it's not earning me a paycheck yet. So I don't take it yeah. crazy seriously, but it's just a hobby to put stuff out there, you know, see what people resonate with. Um, and, and yeah, like I, I really have no expectations and it, it makes oh, it that's... enjoyable for me. So. Oh man, I admire you so much. I told you last time, like, but your, your philosophy and your positivity too, like the way I remember last time we talked about the struggles and stuff, you were like, yeah, that's a part of it. That That's the game, man. And I, it just helped me so much bringing a new perspective on things and being like, okay, man, just talking to myself, like, let's just be free. <laughs> let's just do what we want. This is actually the moment, man, when if we grow a lot, like we will have a lot of pressure and we'll have to be very, very delicate about a lot of things and to overthink all the time and think about how are we going to pay our bills? Like, this is the moment to experiment. This mm -hmm. is the moment to experiment. And you really gave me that uh, that perspective. So I'm so grateful. And I think it's, it's interesting because it linked to it links to the topic of the day, which is becoming an adult. I think being a creator helps so much becoming an adult because you, you you will you will understand my perspective on adulthood. But I think a lot of it is understanding the limits that we have as human beings. And we know that we are limited in terms of energy, in terms of time. We know we, we don't we're, we're not going to stay forever over here. So mm -hmm. we have to use that energy properly and with intention and in a way that we really want to use it. And I think to me, this is becoming more and more my definition of being an adult. And I'm going to tell you more about that. But uh, yeah, I'm curious to know uh, what is being an adult to you? Oh, man. <laughs> um, Big question. Yeah, I guess this, I guess there's a lot of angles where I could go here, but I could just say for, for me personally, it's just this idea of responsibility. Like as you're getting yeah. older, you know, things that are important to you kind of change. Um, like a, a, great, a great example of this, like I don't want to get too like, too dark or morbid here but like when oh, i was go, 20 go, years go. old uh, like i had a great friend that i grew up like he was one of my best friends from childhood and uh, he he got hit by a car and like oh, wow. he he passed away and then um like earlier this year like one of my like there's three of us uh he he was in the military and something happened and he he passed away too so i i, I like i think i never really thought about like death or like this happening or you know things outside of your control like that but I, I guess like as an adult, like it just made me realize like, wow, like life is pretty serious. Like one moment you're here, another moment you're gone, right? And um, I still don't really know how I feel about it. Like, I'm just kind of like, what's the word for this? Like, I kind of like in a limbo state, like I'm not really yeah. sure how I feel about it, but I guess like when it comes to adulthood, it, it made me realize like, yeah, there's consequences um, to actions and you have to take responsibility. You have to, like you have to make good choices. Um, you know, you, you want to like live a good life. You want to be happy. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, I guess I think adulthood, it makes me realize that like, yeah, life is a gift and you should be responsible. 
So <laughs> sorry if that was no man yeah. no, I, I loved I love that you know you know you know you know a bit my my creations, my videos I, I try to be as honest mm -hmm. as possible and I really appreciate you sharing that. Thank you so much. It's very precious. And I think it, it is a part of it. It is a part of realizing that we're not invisible. Like this is this is actually the definition that I was I was about to give you. I think I it, to me it's the wisdom to know that we're not invisible. Invisible? Is it how we say that? Yeah. <laughs> invisible. invisible yeah. And and accept the dark dark side of life. This is literally the definition that I had it that I prepared for us in my mind. Um, so I guess to me that comes with the responsibilities, but I don't think it's the main thing. I, I think it's more the way we approach responsibilities. For example, you know, I mentioned, I asked a couple of friends, what is becoming an adult for you? And a lot of them said, oh, it's driving a car and it's owning an apartment and having a nine to five, uh, having a job, not necessarily a nine to five mm -hmm. job. And I find it interesting that I was like, mm, I was not satisfied with their answer. I was like, give me more, give me more spiritual stuff. And I got almost mad at them sometimes to be like, yeah, it, it can be deeper than that. But at the same time, it is not this, for example, driving a car, um, driving a car. It can sound like a, a pretty simple thing, but driving a car is also the symbol of, of freedom. Like when you drive a car, you can go wherever you want. You can, you know, you can, you can actually, you, you have a big responsibility of driving something that can literally, you know, hurt people. Uh, and, you know, it's the idea of having responsibilities, but it's more the way you deal with these responsibilities to me that makes you an adult. So to me, it's more that, that spiritual, almost that spiritual awareness of being aware of danger and being aware of the fact that we're not invisible and how how can we prevent things from happening and as you mentioned it's by working out to be healthy eating healthy and mm. and you know trying to i don't know, trying to be respectful toward other people trying to do the right thing follow so there are a lot of things that come with that spiritual awareness of of humility and vulnerability um so it, it's it's a bit confused in my head, but I think right now in my life, I don't know how old are you, man? Uh, so I'm 26 right now. 26. Okay, okay. I'm I'm 28. So we're we're touching like you're you're still in the middle, but touching the end of the 20s, man. Oh my God! You start to really sit with the, the things, and it's wow, wow. It's like there there is that need to be a bit more reasonable in everything you do. You know, and also, of course, I'm super young, but you, you also feel your body start to change, you know, for example, during these past two years of pandemic, uh, I did not get the chance to go to the gym because in Canada, as you know, the gyms were, were closed most of the time. I gained a lot of weight, man, and I'm trying to lose weight, like work out and stuff, and my body doesn't respond the same way than before, you know, <laughs> before I could go to the gym just one month and be back, you know, I would be back summer body on. <laughs> now, wow, it takes so much more effort. So I think that's a part of also of the humility journey, reaching the end of the 20s, you, you start to see the limits. And also, I think the, the main characteristic of being a kid is to dream, right? Is the dreaming aspect of it. When we're kids, we're constantly dreaming about like life, about things, and we have a lot of creativity, freedom and stuff. And then we become teenager and we start to focus a lot on approval of the people, you know, 
perception and perspective and then we become adult and we have all these responsibilities and we kind of have to find a compromise between that childish spirit you know and and that all these heavy responsibilities and still other people's approval especially in the 20s so it's like it's a big it's a big big maze that mm -hmm. is extremely hard but i would so i guess i have one uh, quick question for you though miguel like, yeah is, sure. is there anything that like surprised you about adulthood like let's say once you hit around like 25 or older like was there anything that oh, good. kind of has surprised you about being an adult as opposed to when you when you were a kid oh, super good question i think that's that's the thing that we're in that we're not invisible like uh in invisible <laughs> i'm struggling with the world but like that we are vulnerable much I, i'm much more vulnerable than i thought i was like i thought i could do where because i grew up man i grew up in france and i grew up with a mom who has the will she has a willpower that is insane she is such a positive person she's 55 today she works 80 hours per week she has a lot of goals she wants to travel the world she wants to do everything and you know she she she, she didn't have an easy life so i think i grew up with that very positive um like role model in front of me who's super positive and ha has this big willpower and i think she gave that to me and she was like you can be whoever you want it's all about what you want mm -hmm. and i think i thought that i never doubted I never doubted, man. When I was, I reached the twenties, I was like, "Yeah, I can be whoever I want to be. I can do everything I want." And like reaching twenty-five, oh, you start to see, oh, life is not that easy. You know, you, you create your YouTube channel, and no, you don't blow up in three months mm -hmm. just because you work eighty hours per week on it. No, you know what I mean? It's like no, there are, there are some clear rules that you need to follow, and yeah, I, it's almost saying that okay, and I'm gonna get to that later, but it's almost the idea that I, I don't think I'm not, I'm not special in a way, you know, I'm vulnerable like everybody else and I need to listen to other people, I need to learn and there are some clear guidelines on stuff. If you want to make something happen, you need to follow the guidelines. So it's the idea of being more reasonable and being more, yeah, being a bit more calm and humble in the way you approach things. I think at the, I don't know, did you have that at the beginning of your 20s? Uh, 100% and this kind of relates to it but there's this thing I heard uh, like recently it's like Jordan Peterson talked about it but he was saying how when you're a child right like you don't really think about risk or vulnerability or getting hurt you just if you see a friend or you see someone you just say hey like hey I'm, I'm Jeremy or I'm Miguel and you just like form a relationship or, yeah, right. or you just like have fun and enjoy yourself right and he was saying how like as you get older you might start to get like hurt like maybe it's like you get fired from a job maybe you yeah. you know lose like uh, a girlfriend or or a boyfriend or maybe yeah. you lose a friend who like turns against you or you know all these different things or maybe you try and um start a business and it just fails right you start to feel like vulnerabilities failure all that and he was exactly. saying how, like at that point some adults they like remain jaded like they lose that ability to dream and they just close that off but what he was saying is that's the second stage but you want it, the third stage is like now that you're an adult you want to get to like where you recognize you can be hurt but you want to be courageous enough to be like okay like if i get into a business relationship with this person like this could fail but and he could turn against me but i'm going to trust him because it's the right courageous thing to do so you're like aware of your you know your faults but you still wow. go forward anyway wow man. so That's yeah it's such it, a good definition wow mm -hmm.
courageous yeah but 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 that's the thing too like and i think courage definitely is related to adulthood because when you think about courage like this is from aristotle but courage is on a spectrum right like if you're too cowardice you never move forward you know that's like yeah the person who is like 50 or 40 years old i know i know someone like this um he's down in san diego uh he's a he's actually a close friend but his he lived with his mom until he was in his like in his 40s and he never wanted to and, and when his mom passed away he mentioned that that was something that affected him because he realized like oh i i, I should have moved forward i should have moved forward earlier right as opposed mm-hmm. to and like, built my own life um yeah and and then i guess like so that would be like on the side of cowardice where they're on the other side of the spectrum that's yeah. like too rash or stupidity like having too much courage that's like exactly. if you're exactly 12 years old and you're like trying to be an adult then and start a family yeah. and drive a car like that's a little bit too much right but uh i guess exactly what he's all about is like there's a golden mean it's like doing things in the right way at the right time and feeling good about it right and i think being adult to me at least is like just taking responsibility in the right way at the right time you know and just being a reasonable person you know just yeah but that's so. such a hard thing to do that's that's mm-hmm. so hard to do and it's crazy it's crazy that's so interesting what you just said do, do, but i have a question for you how do you know when you know how do you know that it's the right moment and the right decision to make like for example if mm-hmm. you can give an example um I, i'm curious man do you feel like an adult I would say I do, yes, but yeah, like, like, I, I think <laughs> I think I definitely do. But I didn't always feel like one. But um, yeah, I, I feel like it, I think it depends, right? At some points, maybe I don't like. Maybe at this point, I could be married and and have a family, or and like that's the thing, yeah. But but at the same time, like I think it just depends on the situation, right? There's yeah. So yeah, I, I guess I'll turn that on you. Like like, how do you feel? Yeah. With that? <laughs> Oh man, that's tricky. I told you a month ago, I was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> man, I, a month ago, I was like, of course I'm an adult. What are you talking about? Like, I, I have mm-hmm. have a job, you know, I'm in a serious relationship. I have an, an apartment on my own. And I think I, the, the biggest thing for me was that when I have a problem, I, I, I try to find a solution on my own. To me, this is what an adult was very intuitively, is the mm-hmm. idea of just being able to to show up for yourself and to like yeah to have your your own back in a way but then man what's crazy and life is so weird sometimes there are so many weird synchronicities at the moment i said that i started having a lot of shit like the day after i said that to a friend um i think i I was driving my car i just bought a a car first time that i buy like a a modern car and stuff and i I was driving my car uh, in montreal and someone hit me in the back you know and like mm. bump into the car <laughs> and uh i mean the way i dealt with the situation was so bad man i got off the car and i just started shouting on the guy when i'm a super nice person i never do that but i was like man you're not getting away with this and stuff and i was like oh fuck i'm not an adult it's like because i freaked out but if i was an adult in my opinion i would be able to realize that this is a part of the responsibilities when you buy a car, you sign a contract to say, it's okay if someone bump into me at the traffic light. When you get an apartment or when you get a job, you're in a way you're signed. You sign a contract that say, it's okay, I can get fired. 
So I need to anticipate this. And I realized that there is that aspect of, I think I'm an adult on a day-to-day -day when everything goes well, but that's not life. Like stoicism teaches that that's not life. Life comes with shit all the time. 50% of the time, it's hard times, you know? And I think these past months, I realized that I was not fully an adult. I think I'm, I'm getting there. And obviously the fact that we're having that conversation right now is already a good sign, but I think I'm not anticipating at all, anything. I, I live life as if everything will always be the way it is. You know what I mean? So I don't save that much. I, I don't, I don't have a lot of, of savings. I don't, because to me, it's more about like, how can I live life at the, the fullest right now and do the, you know, I don't know how, how, how do you deal with money on your side? So I guess just before that quick, like, do you feel, see, this is interesting to but do you feel like you're being too critical on yourself in terms of, <laughs> that's interesting man because it, it's something that comes back a lot when when i, I talked with friends as well so I'm, I'm really grateful you asked the question i think i am very critical with myself I, I think i am um but i think i'm also it's because in my relationship with myself i let a lot of things go you know for example like i know that i'm supposed to save money for example it has been mm -hmm. life has shown me a million times that i should save at least 30% of my earnings. Like it's, it's obvious, you know, I lost my job in the middle of, at the beginning of the pandemic. And I just found myself like, Oh, okay. I, I lost my job. I lost my apartment in an, in a two weeks period. Like it was a crazy time. And mm -hmm. then I realized, okay, I had savings at the time. And I was like, Oh, it's so important stuff. But my reaction was to be like, okay, life has been hard on you. You can buy a new camera lens <laughs> to make better videos, you know? You can buy a new U camera for your YouTube videos. You can go on a cottage for three days to relax and write. I have this tendency to treat myself a bit too much mm. <laughs> sometimes. So yes, I'm hard on myself spiritually and in the way I think, but in my action, I'm also very flexible. So I need to find a balance over here. And um, yeah. So back to you, how do you feel about all of that money management? Is it something where in which you're still experimenting or is it something where you, you feel like you have things under control? Um, yeah, yeah, I'd say like, yeah, like, like I, I would say like, I, I don't love money, but like, I like, I like money, of course, like I'm not going to say no to, to money, but, um, but yeah, like I've, I've been like in debt like early in my twenties a lot. Oh really? Uh, yeah. hundred percent, man. It was a struggle. It was a struggle, but I, I got out of it though. But, um, really? Yeah. By 26. Woo. Yeah. So, That's but, yeah, sick, it, man. Yeah. Good but job. it taught me a lot about life. Like it just, I guess for me, what it taught me is like, yeah, like finances is actually really important because the more finances you have, I guess the more options that open up and, um, yeah, like I, for, but I put myself there. So it was no one else but me. Like, I, I don't even know yeah. what I bought. Like, I went to like a, a, like a Vegas trip on a credit card. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I took oh, a, like wow. a, a student loan for something that um, for another trip, I guess. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess like how I got out of it was like I watched like a little bit like Dave Ramsey and just put like a budget together. And then I guess what happened to me too is at the time, um, I was working like three jobs. I was working at like a, at like an advertising agency. I was working at as a barista, and I was working at uh, like this um, retail store. Right, and like my life was just 
kind of miserable because I was super tired. Like my, my only goal was to get out of, out of debt. Right. So I, I did that Whoa. for three months or like it was, yeah, I actually it was three months. I think, and I was exhausted, did it for another three months. And I was like, Hey, this is not sustainable. And that's actually how I got into sales because I realized like, I need to make a, a, a career move here. Like it's not working. Like I'm just paying to like get trapped in this cycle. And this is before I even had a YouTube channel. I couldn't, I couldn't really do much. Like I was pretty miserable actually, but um, that's what I did. I just got a new job into sales and that like helped everything because then I was in control of my fate. Like that's the thing I love about sales is it really puts um, control into your own hands. And like, if you work harder, you'll get rewarded for that. And then I guess the way I look at like finances is there's like income coming in and there's also like the management of like, where, where do you put that money? So like, are you investing Intention. in, yeah, like yeah. In, in, in like stocks or crypto or building a business or something outside of that? Like, um, but yeah, I would, I would say like finances, it, it, it depends, right? Because everyone has a different perspective of money. And I would say, I would say like, as an adult, that's something I've definitely thought about is like having a healthy relationship towards money. Like money isn't necessarily the root, like some people, yeah, there's like saying like, oh, money's like the root of all evil. Like it's not good. Yeah. It's not good yeah. to have money. But when you think about it, like finances is really important. Like you should have that handled. And um, it's something that like, I don't know, you should feel indifferent about money. You know what I mean? Like it's not good. Wow. It's not bad, but it depends on how you use it. Right. But I don't know. Man, I feel like I'm going all over the place with that one there, but. Oh, no, no, no. That's so good. What you just said, the fact that you had three jobs at the time, Man, the willpower, the will, you knew what you wanted and you did it. hundred percent. But, but the thing is, Miguel, like it wasn't sustainable, right? Because I was doing, I was trying to get out of debt, but it wasn't, it wasn't like really working. And what I realized there is instead of working three jobs, just like do like one job, that's yeah. a good job. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. And, and it'll make it well completely easier for you. Yeah. So it, it's like funny how, like if I was like smarter back then I could have just made that whole process a lot easier I guess but um you have to like learn you have to learn firsthand and then it's, it's almost like you have to keep touching the fire like you have to keep making mistakes until you realize okay oh this time I'm not gonna go and buy like that on my credit card because I just can't afford it right now so like I'm gonna like not do that right and but, that's the thing isn't it that adulthood you know being able to have that judgment of quality and being like first of all having having the awareness i think it shows you that you're already in a process but the the idea of being like okay i'm not doing it anymore and it last you said it lasted three months right the, yeah so like um, well, to, get, to get out of debt though it took me what is that like probably like three and a half years man so it took me a long time but it, congrats man cheers to that like for real congrats being 26 in the world we live in being 26 and 26 and being out of debt is amazing man and you can really be mm -hmm. proud of yourself for that that's really you're really inspiring me right now i'm yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna think about but now i'm gonna think about finding a, a complimentary revenue <laughs> to pay my bills yeah, but, but um i think yeah. it's like i don't know if it's something you should like overly concern yourself with yeah. because yeah. you know it, it just it happens at different times for different people yeah. and some people like their goals are completely different like i know people my age who yeah. are like, multi-millionaires right now like it's crazy like yeah and it's like 
I, I guess what I'm, what I'm coming to is like everyone has different problems that they're faced with. Yeah. Like for other people, it could be, Ooh, maybe it's like a financial problem. Maybe someone it's like a relationship problem. Maybe for another person, it's like a, their relationship with their parents or for another person, it's like, they don't know how to get a job or what to do. Um, I guess like part of being an adult to me is like, what's in front of you. You have to like, you have to see that and like face it head on. So like, because that that was a big thing for me, man, because like when I was like in debt, like I hated looking at the numbers. I hated looking at like that I owed that. And like, that's why it lasted so long because I wouldn't acknowledge it. I wouldn't like accept it. But um, the first step for me was like, I I, like looked at the numbers, jotted all of them out. And like, once I knew, okay, like, oh, so like this is how much I owe. Like, okay, every month, like I can't contribute that much yet, but maybe like, $50 $50 here, $100 here. And then it just built the habit. And that, that like feeds into investing too, because every month then you can, it's like the same habit to get you out of debt. It's the same habit to get you into investing. So it's all related, right? It's like looking at your problems and just. Yeah. Yeah. That, you said it. so many interesting things, man. The idea of sitting, the idea of sitting with the reality, that's mm-hmm. also as being an adult. Like we don't do, we don't want to do that. Nobody wants to do that. Like, mm-hmm. and especially nowadays. And that brings me to, to another like area that I haven't thought about before, but like also in the world we live in, you know, where in which comfort is so widespread everywhere. You know, again, we, we go back to stoicism a lot. Like I've been inspired a lot by stoicism and I know you, you're, you're very interested in, in this too, but the idea of comfort is to me is very dangerous because I see myself, I know what I'm capable of. I know that my willpower at the time when I was younger was very strong and I could I could do things much more. But I feel like the more like now, you know, I've been a, a recruiter for three years. So I have like, a, I, I have a, a, a comfort in life. You know, I have an apartment on my own. I'm fine. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm super grateful for this. But the more I get these things, and the more I also allow myself to do less. And this is the vicious cycle, especially when you have debts of, you know, if you let yourself just like flow in that, I would say normative lifestyle in North America, which is to get a lot of credit cards and a lot of debt and just you know, let, it, let it grow, you lose the energy also to apply more attention and intention in things because you you never want to sit with with reality so you distract yourself all the time you spend your life watching netflix um you know normal times <laughs> you you see friends you you spend time with people you're always distracted and the idea of never sitting with yourself just like even meditating 20 minutes to be like hey what's going on what is it that we're avoiding and i think in our world of distraction with TikTok, with Instagram, with YouTube, with all of these things, it becomes harder and harder to, to sit with intention. And this is one of the things that I'm really struggling the most uh, as a creator online, is that it's very easy to lose my vision, to be like, oh, I saw that creator that did that. Like, let, let me try that. You know what I mean? It's like you always, you get so, so much content around you that it's very tempting sometimes to numb yourself with that. When I feel like being an adult is also the, the capacity to come back to yourself, to sit and to listen to what's going on inside and especially listen to the pain. 
again stoicism but sit with the pain man like mm. sit with the pain and i'm 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 so amazed not in a positive way like it's like uh, and we we talk about it a lot you know and um and and me too you know it's like it's it's harder and harder to sit because we work 40 hours a week so outside of that we just want to be we want to order uber it <laughs> we want to go to cottages <laughs> we want to go on vacation we want to live the life but at the same time we need to have this moment this quality moment of sitting and listening to ourselves and only when we do that that we would be able to live a life with intention and i'm realizing that more and more as, as a creator is that the, the the month or the weeks when i don't post videos are the month when i'm numbing myself and i'm just distracting myself the mm -hmm. month when i post a bit more videos are the month when i'm much more aligned and i sit with myself and i sit with my shit and I accept who i am and accept you know who i am where i am at in life and also that things will never be perfect that helps a lot but uh, i don't know if if that that makes sense for you it's it's a bit um yeah, well, <laughs> well, I, I love that man like i think just accepting who you are is probably yeah. like a, a big portion right like i think yeah like just accept who you are and um like don't treat yourself like like don't be too critical on yourself you know what i mean yeah keep yourself yeah, you're rightly right. and things usually work out like th just imagine yeah you, it's true you said that at one point you lost your job you lost your apartment yeah but now look at you now like you that's true, you man. came back from that and it's crazy to see like all the see that's why i feel like pain and kind of suffering in a, in a sense is kind of good for you because it shows you that you're a lot stronger than you realize right and oh man you're so right you're so right yeah, you're so right. 100%, yeah you're so right. like just imagine yeah. all the things you've been through over the last let's say 10 years yeah. to get to yeah. where you're at now where you know, to create the videos you create and to have the skills you, you create and to have the ideas you create, like, and yeah, it's, it's difficult it's so for people to get there. Right. And yeah, it's so interesting what you're saying. Like, it's funny how I, I don't realize it on the day to day. Like I, I don't, it's true. When we look in the past, we see the progress. hundred percent. I think I, 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 I tend to look a lot <laughs> in the future. <laughs> so then I'm like, yeah, because I know where I want to go, man. That's that's the hard thing too. Is like I I spent my I don't know what about you like, but I I hated school, man. I hated school, like I hated school, and I went to school because of course we have to do it. And then I I grew up in France. It was I was not really not doing great at school. And mm -hmm. then when I got um a nineteen, I came I came to live in the U.S. for a year. Um, and then after that, I, I came to Canada to study uh, my bachelor degree. But all of that, I think I was doing it mostly for uh, my family's approval and also like coming from, you know, coming from my, my, both of my parents were immigrants in France um, and they didn't get the chance to go to college like I had. So I wanted to do it. So I think in a way it was a great decision to make and I mm -hmm. wanted to take the opportunity. And three years later, I'm still grateful because it allows me to to make a great living and stuff. But I think I've always been a creative and I never listened to that part of me because I was like, I was too busy surviving and too busy, like looking for approval and just making sure that, you know, I, I would do the right thing before doing what I wanted to, to, to do. And I think it's, it's kind of my, my life purpose is to go back to that, to that aspect, that creative aspect, but I, I constantly fight with it. You know what I mean? It's like, there is always a duality between, between the, the pressure of being just being a successful person more normative person and 
and that idea of being myself man like there are so many videos that i make i'm like oh my what am i doing i'm just killing it like i'm i'm just killing my youtube channel like it doesn't make sense i all the videos that i post but actually i'm like man what are you doing you're putting yourself naked on the internet like it's like i feel so vulnerable sometimes being real it's just because i spend so much time in my life being not being myself you know so i think this is why you see me very critical with myself it's because um i know that it's very tempting for me to be not being fake but being not being myself so now i really want to stay there so it's like I, that's why i push myself so hard to um, to stay on the right path and it's not an easy path because vulnerability is never easy but i'm i'm realizing that in my own journey vulnerability is adulthood basically it's being an adult it's being vulnerable and it's being real and it's being you know i'm, I'm a very sensitive person is saying yeah i'm a sensitive person so what you know it's like I, I i can still make things and i'm far from being perfect and i know it you know you know what i mean it's like i feel like this is what being an adult is becoming more and more right now um in in my in my journey like how how do you feel like your your story your life influenced your perspective on being an adult that's a deep question <laughs> and feel um, free if you're not comfortable we, we can yeah well, well i would say like so far like i, I haven't really thought about that <laughs> but, <laughs> sorry um, man yeah but, i bring the philosophical shit sorry <laughs> no, this is good though but i would say i'm still probably in the space of trying to figure figure that out right like when i when i yeah. really look at like even both of us right like i'm 26 you're 28 yeah yeah, I think that's young, man. Like we're not yeah, even we're so young. in our thirties so yet, young. but so like there's the whole future just ahead of us. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's true. It's true, man. Probably I'm gonna watch that when I will be forty and cringe. <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but, but I, I would say it's definitely. True. Like I've had moments where, so for example, in, in college, like I used to be very like I remember second year college, I was like oh, very yeah. into video games, like. I played League of Legends like every single day. I didn't go wow. to class. Like I was kind of introverted, right? I had, I had really bad social skills. Like I couldn't even like look people in the eye really? and shake their hand, right? And, and I was studying uh, math. So at that moment, I realized like, okay, this is probably a problem. Like I'm very introverted. I need to kind of get out of my shell. And that like led me to like sales almost because when I look at like someone in sales, that's like someone who can communicate, someone who can like go out there and you know sell what speak a people. Jump, man. Yeah. Good so, job. yeah. So that was, that was one thing that I kind of saw early and I was like, Hey, like I need to work on this. Like I'm not like my nature is actually pretty introverted. Like I like kind of being to myself and recharging there, but it's weird how I'm in, how I'm in sales and I have like, you know, cold you have a YouTube channel in a podcast man, and you work in sales. That's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah well, well that I would say that was probably a big defining moment for me because it made me realize like, I'm not naturally someone who, you know, is like, good on podcasts or youtube or you know going out and selling what? but it's like i'll still have to do it even though i don't i, I like doing it but <laughs> and, and like i've learned to love it over time but it's not i would say it's not like one of my natural strengths so okay i'm i'm, I'm shocked yeah. right now like honestly i didn't see that coming <laughs> yeah, <crazy>. so... <laughs> wow wow good job man mm. that's super good that you found a way to overcome it Mm -hmm. but but that, that's the thing too like i would say like we all have our own like challenges right and yeah. I, I'm not, i've been thinking about this too lately is like i don't think it's easy for anyone 
You know, yeah. I think like yeah. one thing that I've recognized being an adult is that, <laughs> uh, and I, I learned this too, because I moved out when I was 21 years old and one of my roommates, his name was, I'm not going to say his name, but he <laughs> was like a 60 year old, like Harley Davidson biker guy, right? Okay. Like we both lived in the basement and um, he was actually from Montreal. Like he's a very interesting guy, but he, he taught me like a lot about life, just like having him as a roommate because he was always about, it was, it was very strange, but he used to kind of like, every time I chatted with him, he was like, don't mess, don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. And like he used to say this thing, like, don't follow a good shot with a bad shot. And he was so adamant, adamant about like, just not messing up, messing up your life, I guess. Right. But it was so strange to me because like, it, it's almost like he thought he, he, he hadn't like no more time left, but like he had a lot of time left. Like, oh, right. And wow. I guess what I, what I pulled away from that is that it's almost like a mindset. Like if you, if you believe that, you know, time's done and, and there's, and you can't overcome your challenges or, you know, there's no hope for you, then yeah, it's, you're kind of like defining that for yourself. But if you look at things on like a positive side and be like, Oh yeah, I do have these challenges. Like I'm not really good at socializing. I need to work on that or I need to like work on my finances um, and just address it, you know, whether you're like 30, 60 or 80, you can still make progress and move forward, right? So I think it's more like a mindset of like, when do you wanna take responsibility and um, handle, like just handle business. Oh man, that's so, so good. That that brings me to an, an, another thing. Um, <clears throat> sorry, sorry. But that brings me to another thing. Um, faith man faith mm -hmm. i think and it's interesting because like uh as you probably saw on my on my youtube channel i went through a very hard time with my mental health um and during the summer and i think that the hardest thing at the time for me was the idea of not having faith anymore like you know exactly what you said like this is it this is gonna be it forever this mm -hmm. is my problem it's just it's the idea of saying Okay, this is the idea of seeing so many patterns coming back all the time. And I think that's the definition of a trauma. Because when we're in early 20s, we always get the excuse, oh, you don't have enough experience, you don't have enough wisdom, so you don't know, so you make mistakes, right? Because you don't know. But what I saw in myself during my 20s, like I, I knew that a lot of things were not good for me, but I would do them anyways, because I, I just didn't have the willpower to not do it. And at some point when you see that repeating 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 you're like oh my god this is it this is it forever you know which is very bad by the way but you know sometimes it happens and that's that's a part of mental health so so anybody that feels that way we're not we're not i'm not judging at all uh mm -hmm. but and i understand and i relate to it but um i think when i came when i came like when i i got better with my mental health i started a therapy um i started feeling better the first thing that I felt was faith. The first thing that I felt was like, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. And everything that happens to me happens for a reason. And I'm seeing synchronicities. Like I swear, man, sometimes I'm like, I, I'm not necessarily religious, but I believe in the universe. And I was like, sometimes I ask stuff to the universe. I ask for, I ask questions. I don't do it if not often enough. But sometimes I'm just like, hey, the universe, uh, can you help me on this? And I swear, man, most of the time, they give me an answer right away, right away. And I think the moment when I feel like I have chills right now, the moment when I, I, I feel the best are the moments when I 
I allow myself to believe in it. Like, and I allow myself to be like, everything happens for a reason. And, you know, there is, there is amazing things coming in the future. And I know it. I know it for a fact because it happened in the past. My life only gets better, man. Like I'm today, if I knew where I would be when I was 22 at 28, I would be mind blown. Like I would be, I would be on the floor. I'd be like, oh, that's so cool, man. I can't wait. You know, and sometimes you just get in your overthinking and you you start saying things in a in, in more negative way. So um, thank you so much, man, because you're just bringing that perspective to me right now. And you're reminding me of something that I literally like I needed to remind that to remember that. So yeah, I'm we'll super think, grateful. We'll think of it this way. Like this, this is going to be an interesting because it's I like how you brought up faith because um, like there's this guy, his name is St. Thomas Aquinas. Yeah. He's like a, a Catholic saint, I guess. But he said that faith is a virtue that, that you have to like cultivate like it's exercise. But think about it this way. Let's say, how do you know that your name is Miguel, Miguel Raza? Like we're how, how do you know that? <laughs> because my parents stole me when I was a kid, I guess. So, so that's, but you weren't there, right? So that's, that's an exercise of faith. You weren't present in the hospital or like you were there, but you weren't like, you, you probably don't remember that. So it's like, you trust that. And that's an act of faith. So like when you meet someone, let's say when you first met me, how'd you know my name was Jeremy? Because I told you, but you weren't yeah. like in the hospital with me when um, my parents named me, like you didn't witness it. So that's an act of faith. So just, just imagine like, I think wow. faith, oh, like we, we use it a lot of the times, a lot, maybe like, let's say, yeah, like when someone tells you a story, you don't like question everything. Like, oh, are you really like Bob? Or like, did you really yeah. go to the coffee shop? Like, did this really <laughs> happen? Because that's all an act of faith, I guess. And like, whenever you're not present and someone tells you something, you don't question it, you just believe them. And, and that's like exercising your faith, I guess, so. Wow. <laughs> okay, that's it. Okay, <laughs> we can stop the conversation yeah. now. Oh, we got it, we got it. This is what being an yeah, this, is all this about. Is more deep in the top, bro. <laughs> oh, man, I'm just enjoying that conversation so much. Thank you so much. I'm so happy that we, we rec were recording that so I can go back to it every time I have a doubt. But um, that's so true. Now, faith is so important and we, we need that as the, the complex animals that we are. Like the overthinking thing mm -hmm. is, is just so destructive. And um, working on this, working on this, man, I, I see the time is, 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 uh, is almost out. So let's, let's jump to a last couple of questions. There are a couple of questions that I, I really want to ask you. Um, biggest lessons for your 20s. Biggest lessons. I guess. I guess the first one is for me is just. Um, actually, yeah, let me just think about this quick. <laughs> um, it can be yeah, one lesson. One lesson. Yeah, one. I guess the biggest lesson for me is, you know, try not to overcomplicate things. Like, just go after things that you want you yeah. know, and, and just see what happens. You know, if you want to start a YouTube channel, start it. If you want to start a business, go after it. If you want to, maybe you're in a career that you don't like, like, and you want to get into like a new career, just go for it. You know, you never really know. So I guess one of the biggest lessons I've had is just not being overly critical on myself, I guess. Like that's yeah. one thing. Like, Cause I, I used to, I'm often kind of critical on myself too, but like now I'm trying to be more 
yeah, just more relaxed, um, not take myself too seriously. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just go after the things wow. you want and try and be like a reasonable person and <laughs> things usually work out, right? So. Wow. Amazing, man. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to flip this on you. Like, what do you think, Miguel, is the biggest lesson you've learned? Good. Uh, now I want to modify my answer, but I, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think... Um, I think the biggest lesson is that I, I always believed that self-confidence was an individual thing, that it was about like knowing exactly where you, who you want to be, where you want to go, and it's all about you. And I understood that to be self-confident, you need to trust others. Um, let me give you an example for that. It's a philosopher that I really love um, for anybody who speaks French. Um, his name is Charles Pépin, who's an amazing humanist philosopher, mm -hmm. and he says, um, when you're a kid and you learn how to bike, uh, the first thing that you need to do, uh, very often you have a, ideally a parent or someone who's pushing you behind, pushing you to, and you need to trust that person, right? You need to trust that person. Then you need to trust that weird thing that is called balance that doesn't mean anything for anybody because there is no substance of it, right? But you need to trust that balance. That balance is that weird thing when you go left, you, you, you fall when you go right, you fall. So you need to stay right in the middle. And then only when you trust others, the unknown, so the faith aspect of it, balance is faith. Balance is the universe. Balance is, you don't know what's coming next, man. Like, mm -hmm. uh, you, you don't know what's coming next. And that's, that's the magic of life. So once you trust these two things, only then you can trust yourself. And I think the big mistake I made um, during the beginning of my 20s was to think that I was so self-reliant and that I could do, even on my YouTube channel, man, I see it. Like, if we look at your YouTube channel, you've been talking to a lot of people. You're bringing a lot of people on your channel and stuff because this is so important to bring other perspectives. If you look at my channel, yeah, I brought maybe two, three persons, but like that, this is the first deep conversation that, I, that I'm doing. And by the way, I'm so grateful for this. Um, but you see, it's, it's, I think it's sometimes I'm like, what I told you at the beginning was like, follow your vision, follow your vision. It's the one place where you allow yourself to, to accept your vision. But mm -hmm. my vision can only be accepted once it's with other people through community. So I guess the, what, what I'm, I'm learning the most is the sense of community and that there is not such a thing as being self-reliant or self-made. It's all about teamwork. And um, that's just so great because it's 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 really a big 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 weight on my shoulders, you know, from my shoulders. So 100%, I guess and, and yeah. I definitely agree with you there because like we're social. Like even like why I like your videos, like we're social. Like there's parts of the way you create that resonate with me or help me. And um, yeah, I feel like you're you're a great example of this too. Like just by sharing your story and like your vision, your creativity, people people pull things away from that and it helps their life yeah, right? right so um, yeah. yeah like we can't do this we can't do this alone right we have all these people here exactly and, yeah. exactly and that's the meaning of it like especially when and i think my subconscious my subconscious mind knew it because going on youtube meant you're looking for a community like there is mm -hmm. no way you you're, you're starting to be a, a youtube creator and you don't think about community this is the number one thing but I have this weird thing of like, I had mainly in the past, but this weird thing of being like, I put my video, but I don't even want to see the comments. It's like being so scared of others that at some point you don't, again, you don't trust others because 
again, it's linked to everything we said, faith and everything. You don't trust others because you fear others. And because at the end of the day, you fear yourself. So anyway, it's, it's everything is linked because I fear myself. So I fear others. So it's like, and now understanding that everything is linked, everything is linked and everything is one. And I would even say that everything is about faith. Mm -hmm. more and more i changed my definition of adulthood five times during that conversation <laughs> that tells you that tells you how much i'm i'm, I'm lost in my life right now with mm -hmm. that with that question but in a good way because i think all the all the things we explored are are very valid and it's there is not such a thing as one definition i think it changes every day we change every day and that's mm -hmm. beautiful like i'm not going to be the same person after that conversation and that's a part of life you know and that's what's beautiful I think the answer to that question is more the spectrum and something that's going to evolve with time more than one stiff thing, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. 100%. And I guess just one other quick thing I want to mention too is like, because yeah. this is from, uh, I guess, Aristotle, like he talked about like friendship a lot, like friendship was another virtue. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's actually like the virtue of kings and queens. But uh, essentially what he talks about is how there's different types of friendship, right? Like there's friendship based on pleasure maybe there's people who watch your videos and they just enjoy watching it they don't really care too much about you but they just it's like entertaining exactly. for them and then there's people who watch it for like utility there's people who they're like really bored and they just want to watch it and you give something to them and then if you stop making your videos then they're they're gone but then there's people who like um it's like true friendships i mean this is in real life or virtually yeah. anywhere but these are people who they actually want to see you like at your best like grow and like um will the good and, and you want to see them in exchange right so it's kind of his whole idea is like being around people who iron sharpens iron like and, and i always think about this too but i feel like that's huge as an adult just get around the right people who they actually want you to, to be at your best and you should want them to be at their best and like they'll they'll call you out at it like maybe in a video like um yeah, like if you do a great video, like they're going to recognize that and be like, yeah, this is amazing. Like, you know, keep going. Right. So. Oh, wow. Man, such a beautiful conclusion <laughs> to that conversation. Hey, wow. I was not expecting that. Obviously, it always goes, you know, where it yeah, goes. This, but it's this is the great part of conversations. We go, uh, There's so many ways we've gone with this. And so you know, cool. I, I've learned a lot during, this, during like this conversation, too. Like, I think, you know, like, yeah, I never really thought about faith and balance like balance like that, too. And um yeah it's actually crazy like it, it's just crazy like how we don't really look back at like our lives and see like just yeah. how far we've come and i yeah. guess just taking things as they are and <laughs> yeah so. exactly and 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 maybe we're adults maybe we're <laughs> we're adults <laughs> and, and i don't know let's see let's see how it goes let's see how it evolves but i i gotta say that at the end of this conversation i feel like an adult so thank you mm -hmm. jeremia <laughs> thank you man <laughs> Wow. Um, where can people find your work, uh, your creations? I know you're also, um, you started a, a jewel, jewelry um, company. So can, mm -hmm. where can people find your creations? 100%. So I guess you could find me at YouTube, just Jeremiah Schmidt or uh, jeremiahschmidt.com. And then uh, I'm also on Instagram at yes. jeremiahschmidt.io. And soon uh, I'll have a, like a brand, if you're into men's, you know, jewelry, pendants, chains, any of those things, it's seasons.com. So you, you can find that on my website as well. Beautiful. I saw the packaging, man. Good mm -hmm. job. Good. I saw your yeah, video about it. Yeah, yeah. I really love it. It's taken a while though. Like I thought it would be up 
like last November, but it's probably going to be up maybe I'm, I'm aiming for around May, but okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, okay. it's always take it like that's, I'm just learning as I go. Right. I'm, I'm not, a, yeah. I'm kind of new to this. So. Okay. Um, I have, um, two things that I want to add. Uh, first of all, um, the course man that I tried last mm. year, how good it was, man. Waking up with you every morning was amazing because you're still just so positive and so like, I don't know, you're positive and you're also very deter determined and you always have good, you have, you have such good stories. I think that that's really the thing. Like I, I remember the story, the story about the Las Vegas trip and anyways, <laughs> your course was amazing. Is, is this available? The course is uh, this yeah. available? Yeah. So, so the, the course, I guess it's not like, I kind of pause, put it on pause. Like, I, okay, just, no problem. Yeah, I, I guess, can but I, can I, might, I might bring that back in, in the future. So <laughs> that, that was more an experiment, <laughs> but no worries. I can cut that by the way. Uh, I will. Oh, no. I will send you a. I will send you a, a private video of of uh, of uh, of what I, I I come up with and tell me if there are things that you want to cut. Uh, I can cut oh, anything. Oh, no, keep, like, keep that in there, man. Keep that in there. Yeah. Because yeah. I want people to see like, like I would say like you could look at that the course as like a failure, but it was yeah. without that course I wouldn't be doing like seasons e-commerce, right? And, of course, man. Of yeah, course. And, and, and that's the crazy thing I think even coming back to the adult thing is like, there's all these different chains. Like imagine Miguel, if you didn't move to um, America, would you be in Montreal? If you didn't start YouTube, would we even have met? And, and the same thing happens with me, right? Like before YouTube, I had a, like I was into fitness and then I heard this podcast and I started a podcast and then I started YouTube and then I met you. So, it, and That's then crazy. it's crazy. And then that course that, that I did taught me that like that was my first steps in entrepreneurship. And then that course didn't really sell to the level that I wanted it to, but it taught me about, mm. Oh, what about e-commerce? Right. So it's, it's crazy how like you never Everything. really know what, where things will lead, but um, you, you give it a shot and eventually it like it links together. Right. So. Exactly. man. Well, super, <laughs> yeah. super good mindset. Um, what about your, your YouTube? What are, what is your perspective? For the future man you're growing a lot I, I every time i come back to your channel you have like you, you have 20 more <laughs> yeah. subscribers that's amazing good yeah, job it, it's kind of weird because it's it's a water fast video that i made like i made it like oh a year, yeah it's true yeah, a year and a half ago and uh it's the one video that's like keeps growing and um i keep getting subscribers from it so like oh yeah, but, so cool man yeah but it's it's funny though because like that video i didn't I didn't want that video to be like the style of video that grows my channel, but you never really know. Right. So it's always um, that, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's crazy. So, um, uh, are we going to have more challenges in the future? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm yeah. thinking of doing like the David Goggins four by like he runs four miles every four hours for 48 hours. Like just, uh, and just <laughs> see what that's like. So I actually, I got some stuff for it. I got like that. Wow. Yeah, this is like a running vest that I'm going to do and I got oh. a headlamp, so. <laughs> oh, that's so cool, man. I'm really yeah. looking forward to watching that one. Oh, that's that's amazing, man. Oh, that's really mm -hmm. cool. But I'm honestly, good job for YouTube. Like your, your content is, I love it because there is, there is that you have this very natural way of doing YouTube. And that's why I was so surprised when you told me that you're an, an introvert because you feel so God, you look so comfortable and just so chill and it feels like you're exactly where you should be 
this is the, the 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 feeling that i get when i watch your youtube it's like it's exactly i feel like i'm just like sitting with you and learning from you like this very you feel like the 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 inspirational friend you know the friend that you go for advices and this is who you are obviously you, you literally did a therapy on me and during this conversation so i think this is who you are. i would say you're like that too man like your videos um they always bring like a new creative outlook like your the angles like your visual storytelling man is just amazing like and and just how open you are in your videos i think a lot of yeah i was thinking about this too like i feel like you can attract a lot of different audiences just um yeah not only in canada like the french audience you know just so many audiences you can attract and uh yeah man, i would just say like you're doing great too like your your channel is like exploding you. <laughs> like every thank time you. i see you it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger right so thank you thank you man it's something that something that you like i i swear the video about um i think it's the day in the life of a depressed person like i i just did that video man i was burned out like i in my head it would be it would be like a video that makes 20 views and i had no idea and the things just like the comments too man it was like oh wow i, ju I just i was so surprised and i'm actually so grateful for all the people he brought because it brought a new vibe on the channel so like all the people now that are on the channel are just super onto vulnerability and it's pushing me a lot to do more vulnerability more opening up about my wounds about my traumas and stuff so I need to be careful not to fall into it too much because it, it you know it cannot be a brand by itself you know it has to be it has to be nuanced with also because when you spend too much time focusing on on wounds you, you become wounds you know so mm -hmm. now that that conversation is actually making me realize that i also need to be a bit more balanced so sometimes i'm a bit more light like the last video i posted like i'm i'm just i'm tired and i'm burned out too and i'm like okay fuck it i'm just gonna laugh with everybody and try to offer a, a, a great moment but i think yeah the, the 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 niche right now is not to take myself too seriously and to share as much as I can. Um, how would you describe your niche right now compared to two years ago? Has it evolved? Um, yeah, like I would say I'm still kind of figuring it out, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I guess like the niche that I want to try and target is just people who like seeing like challenges or like the different challenges, experiments, like overcoming um, philosophy. I want to like start talking more about like the yes. philosophical aspect yes man. but but i guess i want to flip this on you for a second miguel because i'm curious like when i see your channel like there's a lot of work that go into your videos um like what are your thoughts on like how you view the work aspect of youtube of like of your creating your content um yeah like i feel like not many people like recognize that there's a lot of work that goes oh, into that thank you thank you so much man i just love it <laughs> i just love it like i love editing it's like I, I take my music on music bed. I don't know if you know that website. Mm -hmm. Like I, I just like when I'm editing, it's it's the like sometimes during my nine to five job, I love it. I have so much fun, but it's just like I don't get that creative thing of being able to create my own vision and stuff. Like when I get on my YouTube at night, when I start my editing after my nine to five, it's the moment when I'm, I can can do whatever, you know, I can I can go wherever I want to go and stuff. So um, I just love it. It's a lot of work for sure. And I'm trying to find way also to optimize the way I work. Um, mm -hmm. For example, I've been trying TikTok for the past, uh, maybe past couple of months. I'm, I'm, I'm just cutting some short part of my videos and I put them on TikTok. 
I, 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 would, uh, I would say that it gives a lot of visibility, but it's not necessarily quality visibility. Like people just binge watch videos and, you know, it's like some people come, I think some people come to the channel. Anyway, so what I'm trying to tell you is that I'm trying to optimize the work. How can each hour involved in my YouTube bring results, you know, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, strategic mind. Uh, but I, I just love the, the work aspect of it. I would I would literally see myself doing that full time. Like I would see myself working 50 hours per week on this. It's just that I, I love it so much, man. It's, it's going to happen, yeah. man. Like I, I could tell you, know, you need to be doing YouTube full time. I could totally see it like. It's just a matter of time, man. Like it's already happened. It's just a matter of time. Like just keep making videos. Yeah. And, and you see, it's, man, it's crazy how much it evolved so much ever since we talked last time. Like mm -hmm. it feels like the algorithm is pushing us much more after two years on the platform. 100%. Right? Because we get much I more credibility. It, yeah. Because I think it trusts you more, right? Like it's trusting you more and it's like figuring out your audience better. So yeah, I, I think it's persistence, man. You just got to stay in the game stay in the game almost, and you know keep this. going and <laughs> and then it turns into something right so yeah yeah i can't wait on uh, at least but uh yeah let's let's do more partner partnership collaboration uh on on the platform and that was such a great conversation and i'm extremely grateful you you're really someone who inspires me but also makes me feel so supported and makes me feel like every time I, i'm like oh maybe i should give up i think about the things we exchange and you know, and I, 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 it just always helped me. So, man, thank you for being my coach. <laughs> no, I really, I really love that, really. And um, I think it's important also to, I've been talking a lot about that, but I've been thinking about maybe building a community of small creators on the platform mm -hmm. at some point to have like online meetings, uh, you know, every, every month, maybe we could talk to each other because, man, we, we're working so much on this. Like, it's 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 crazy we're working so much on this but you can feel pretty lonely sometimes when you're just like posting your videos and of course we have the interaction with you guys the the, the viewers and and all of that but um at the same time it's also good to to feel supported um with creators uh it it helps a lot honestly 100 i'm all in man like if you if you put that together i'm all in yeah, let me figure it out. It's just more more project for now, like yeah. something that I have maybe for the summer, try to, to do something like that. But uh, yeah, definitely, Manny, if you need anything or if you you want to do some kind of collaboration, I would be more than happy to, to have another conversation. 100%. Well, yeah, thanks so much, Miguel. Like this is, uh, I love this conversation. Thank you. That was amazing, man. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Pause the recording.